chronicling the latest cannabis industry news and headlines. Welcome to the State of Cannabis, bringing you fact-based news and views and keeping listeners on the pulse of what's happening in the industry today. Advocates and analysts will join us to discuss the ongoing path to reform and legislation. Now, the State of Cannabis, with your host, Dave Inman. Welcome to the State of Cannabis, chronicling the social revolution and acceptance of cannabis with guests championing the cannabis reform and legalization. I'm your host, Dave Inman. Tonight, we have a special guest tonight. We have none other than Charlotte Green, you know, the, the lady that, uh, you know, from, from broadcast uh, to podcast. Uh, Charlotte, welcome. Thank you for having me. I think most of the people here in, in Arizona would prefer to be in Alaska this time of year, to be honest. <laughs> we broke about yeah, 115, I was say, I can't imagine how hot it is. You know, they, they say it's a dry heat, but uh, so is a blowtorch. <laughs> <laughs> The, uh, the, yeah, we're nowhere the, near that up here in Anchorage today. No, no. You know, I hear Fairbanks gets uh, up into the hundreds, though, sometimes. Oh, my goodness. Yes, it's been a scorcher. We were um, up in the 90s just a couple of weeks ago. And that's, abs- like, the thing is, here in Alaska, they don't build homes or apartments equipped with air conditioning. So whenever it hits 70 or 80 or 90, all of us, just lose our we just don't even know what to do with ourselves like it's 65 right now and i'm like drenched in sweat it's kind of <laughs> pathetic so you know that's a wonderful, that's a wonderful problem to have i tell you charlo again you know thanks for for coming on the show we, we've been trying to nail you down for a little while and we're so happy to have you on the show you've been honored with uh, awards uh, over the last couple of years with with good reason for for anybody who doesn't know charlo green is the reporter in alaska that quit in such an eloquent way for the, the cannabis cause. It's, it really spurred a lot of conversation, you know, um, good, bad, and indifferent. Charlotte, did you, did you find yourself with, um, with an additional stigma all of a sudden by, by wearing the, the cannabis badge? Absolutely. And it follows me even in post-legalization Alaska. I mean, just a few weeks ago, we were planning on having an event, and we rented out this beautiful home. Right before the event, the owner comes out there and just starts freaking out about how illegal cannabis is and how they think we're going to set up a dispensary overnight there and, and how we're lawbreakers. And it's just, it's, it's absurd. And this was like a family event not even related to this or the cause or anything like that. So, so yeah, it follows me. I'd say that's it's nothing compared to all the positivity that it's brought at the end of the day, all of those conversations that the fuck it, I quit resignation started led to the legalization of cannabis in Alaska. It was necessary so that people could find their own conclusions and find their own information about cannabis reform and whether or not legalizing was the right move. And the people voted that it was. And the people are, are voting left and right. And in every state, we're getting, we're getting new and better information to, to the masses. And, you know, the, the biggest stigma that I, I find myself is, is the, uh, the religious front. You'll have a pastor, any religious figure uh, say, 
And cannabis isn't good. You shouldn't use it. And so, you know, these, there's a lot of people that find themselves battle between hell and damnation versus cannabis. And it's unfortunate. We have uh, scenarios where even just something as simple as a religion would prevent somebody from looking at a, at a scientific truth. And, you know, the crazy thing about that is if you were to go and ask a congregation of people whether or not they thought someone maybe losing their life to the prison system over a plant that God created, as opposed to someone simply consuming that plant that God created is the lesser evil, what would they say? Leaders in all aspects of our communities, especially spiritual leaders, because if we're trying to change hearts and minds, which is what we need to do in order to legalize marijuana and out marijuana reform in all parts of the world, then the church is a straight path to doing that. It's just how do we get these leaders to say, yes, the, the proof is right there on paper. It's not hurting anyone and it could help a lot of people. And that's, I mean, isn't that the whole notion behind behind like the Bible and God and good and healing and, and Christ. I, I don't really know, but we're going to be exploring that in the 2016 campaign season. I know to, to legalize, we did a lot of different things up here. I actually did go and speak to some spiritual leaders some church leaders here in Anchorage and just ask that they, even if they can't outright endorse it, at least don't just, shit all over it. Oh, gosh, I shouldn't be saying the, the S word in church. <laughs> but seriously, at least see the fact that we have a chance to stop sending law buttons to jail. We have a chance to get life-saving medicine to really sick people. We have a chance to bring about opportunities to lift up disadvantaged communities. See that part of it and share that part of it and don't shun all of it. So, so we were doing that, and we're going to be doing a lot more of that in 2016 because, again, changing hearts and minds, that's the key to marijuana reform, and, and the church is, is right in there. So it'll be interesting to see how, how that evolves. Oh, it, it absolutely will be uh, interesting to see how, how the, the whole aspect of cannabis for the entire nation, for the entire world, will change and it's going to change in a relatively a short amount of time. I mean, we have these, these wonderful tools in front of us, this social media that we can all share instant information with each other. Thank and goodness. So it is really interesting with the, uh, the, the religious leaders and how they, they really do sway the, the people's hearts and minds. It's really getting through to a lot of these, these elderly people. Um, that, uh, generally the, the largest voting block in, in the states that, that they reside. And really showing people that we're, we're nothing to be afraid of. Something that you touched on before was the, the children, they, they may get arrested for, for simple possession, simple uh, use. And these mm-hmm. things can follow for the rest of their lives. They can uh, ruin the potential for income. It's rewarding when we, we find people like you that are willing to to do something as profound as what you did. And... There isn't many people that would do something like you had done. And, and to, to then also take on the, the stigma associated with an illegal substance in most, you know, federally, it's an amazing thing. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we'll be right back with Charlotte Green. Stay tuned for more State of Cannabis, only on CannabisRadio.com when we return. 
Your connection to quality cannabis insurance services is spelled K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R. That's Karcher Insurance. We have worked with ventures like cannabis for over 60 years. We're proud to represent over 50 companies with tailor-made cannabis plans for owners just like you to ensure your product, your plants, and your pursuits. K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R spells out their full-service insurance services, ranging from commercial to bonds to personal, from life to health, and more. Contact the team at KarcherInsurance.com and let our experience work for you. That's K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R Insurance.com. Contact Karen and the team at Karcher Insurance at 1-844-421-3560. That's 844-421-3560. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Growing green to generate more green. Welcome to The Grow Show with Kyle Cushman. Each week we plant the conversational seeds about cultivation and the changing climate of cannabis culture. We'll peel back the layers of benefits of the world's most versatile plant, from food to fuel, from remedy to resource. The Grow Show with Kyle Cushman, only on CannabisRadio.com. Chronicling the latest cannabis industry news and headlines, welcome back to the State of Cannabis. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Once again, here's Dave Inman. With us tonight, we have none other than Charlotte Green, president and CEO of the Alaskan Cannabis Club, Alaska's only legal medical marijuana resource. You can find Alaska Cannabis Club on AKCannabisClub.com. Charlotte, thanks for joining us tonight. I wanted to talk about gogreen.org that's g-o-g-r-e-e-n-e like charlotgreen.org tell us about go green well go green is a nonprofit organization aimed at cultivating diversity in cannabis advocacy and industry getting the communities most affected by marijuana prohibition more active in the fight for marijuana reform and making sure that they have the tools that they need to get involved in the industry that'll follow. That's all that Go Green is about, is education and advocacy. The two absolutely go hand in hand, and and we have so many bills floating around the the U.S. right now. Um, Several states will have several bills. Uh, Our own state actually has seven. I guess we're really eager to uh, pass cannabis in in the state of Arizona. One thing is it's really important to make sure that you guys are passing the right laws. We're learning that the hard way here in Alaska. What are you seeing happen in Alaska? Without those right laws, we're seeing people that have no idea what cannabis is to begin with trying to fill in spaces to make sure that the vote that the people passed is undermined. So while we didn't define exactly what a public space is and that, well, here, it said in the 
initiative that marijuana consumption would be banned in a public space, but it didn't define it. So now the state is trying to define a public space as just about everything, even your own private front yard or front doorstep, or if a neighbor sees you through your window in some areas, then consuming cannabis is still illegal because that was left open. It's just different things that you wouldn't think of that we are learning (laughs) this state will find and try to undermine what the people know was the right decision to make. So we're just staying diligent. I think it was two days after the vote passed before it was even certified. We had the city council in Alaska's largest city, which has almost half of the population of the entire state, propose an ordinance to completely ban retail marijuana as a whole without any laws being written or them even knowing what they'd be banning So you just have to keep in mind that every step along the way, the people in power are likely not the ones supporting it. So make sure that you don't give them the opportunity to take away your voice or to interpret what you were trying to say. That's a lot of what we hear up here is, well, the will of the voters was this. Like, no, bitch, I am the voters. I'm the voters. And that's not what I was voting for. And it's upsetting and that you would think that you know better than I do and, and better than more than half of the population of the entire state that showed up and voted for this. So I'd say make sure that you don't leave any room for a prohibitionist in power to come in and reinterpret what you've already stated. I think that's the biggest lesson I can, I can share. Incredible what is happening in, in every state that has some sort of modicum of, of legalization, whether it's medicinal, decriminalization, whether it's, it's recreational. We'll see interesting things. Uh, I interviewed a gentleman, uh, a lawyer out of Nebraska. Really strange scenarios where they have decriminalization, but if you're heading east out of Colorado and you have a, a gummy bear on you, it's not decrim. That's people were getting uh, arrested and, and slapped with $10,000 fines. The things that they do, I mean, here in Arizona, we had a, a problem defining the difference between marijuana and cannabis for simple concentrates. So what I would really like to touch on is, is going back to the, the go green and, and how important the advocacy and education truly is because when oh, the public in general finally has that around their head that this is silly, why are we doing anything? All of their armament falls. All of their ammunition is rendered useless. And it's incredibly important and it's incredibly efficacious that these types of groups spread like wildfire. Right. I agree 1,000%, which is why we make it so easy for people to get active and involved with Go Green. I know it's some other um, organizations. And you have to apply and you have to wait and submit your resume and they make sure that you're not affiliated with this. No, not that. We want to get as many people involved and active and invested in this fight because we all are invested in this, whether or not we realize it. So if you were to go to gogreen.org and just click on the Get Involved tab, you can see that there are a bunch of different offers. Of course, we have opportunities for companies and stuff to sponsor that also support diversity in cannabis. But for everyday citizens, all we ask is that you gather a group of like-minded people, find a safe place to meet, and talk about what's happening. 
just talk about it. Get the conversation going. Talk about current events. Talk about what you can do in your area and know that you have a network. Once you start meeting, other people will come. More of you guys will form a movement. You guys will become the heroes of the movement in your area. You will be the go-to when lawmakers are, are faced with a situation. When, when law enforcement needs more insight, it's you guys that have the power to educate your own community. So, so that's what the, the nonprofit organization is all about. It's just education, 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 and connection. And then once legalization happens and in areas where legalization has taken place, then these groups still allow these people to meet with who they need to to carve out a corner of the market for them. These are the people that fought for it. It's only right that they make sure they're in there and that their community is being represented and taken care of and that it's not just big business or prohibitionists just wanting to make a dollar coming in and trying to, to tax it off of all the work of these activists and, and patients. So that's go green. I love it. I love it. It's tough sometimes parting the wheat from the chaff of what is uh, just simply the, the people that are just trying to capitalize on a dollar versus people that are, are working diligently in, in a field and are so doing for, for a long time. Um, but then it's also... Oh, my it, goodness. It, Funny story about that is another thing to look out for. See, I told you I was going to spill all the tea. I'll tell you everything <laughs> that's going on up here. So while we were advocating, there was this really vocal group called the Coalition for Responsible Cannabis Legislation. And every now and then there was like something that was a little off in what they'd say. But um, after legalization, we came under fire from them because we have existed for more than a year. I mean, even pre-legalization, we're medical marijuana, which was passed since 98. And they were saying, well, just tell your patients that you can't give them the medicine that they need and that, and that they can come to a licensed shop in a year or so. And it was just like, how are you, you know, these people are dying. I don't even understand how any advocate would say something like that when what we're doing is completely legal. Well, two weeks ago, all of us other actual advocates um, read an article where they're talking about how they got into advocacy to carve out their own business in the first place and how they've been running through the backwoods and doing this and that with the politicians and making sure that everything has been crafted just right for them. So now they're not even an advocacy group anymore. Like they've completely stopped that and just switched everything over their entire following over to I guess what they hope will be a licensed retail um, dispensary here in Alaska. So that's scary. You know, all, all we ever <laughs> wanted to do was just get off of work, come home, twist one up, maybe watch the Simpsons <laughs> <laughs> and enjoy life. We got to take a quick break. We got Charlo green. We'll be right back with you. Stay tuned for more state of cannabis only on cannabisradio.com When we return. Gondrepreneur.com, your guide to the cannabis business world. Gondrepreneur.com is a comprehensive resource for cannabis professionals and entrepreneurs. Download the Gondrepreneur app on your smartphone or tablet to catch up on cannabis industry news, scroll through our daily job listings, and learn about successful cannabis companies, executives, and investors. Gondrepreneur.com, helping Gondrepreneurs grow. 
ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the hosts of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing Cannabis Radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. Educator, author, and advocate, Dr. Mitch Earlywine is here to tackle the burning issues. And I'm here to clear up the myths about cannabis and burn them away with science. CannabisRadio.com presents a no-holds-barred platform that seeks to redefine and revolutionize the entire scope of the cannabis culture while opening the door for more to join the cannabis crusade. Dr. Kevin Hill. You can't ignore the fact that, like alcohol, most people who use don't have a problem, so I think that you need to think about policy in that way while educating people properly about marijuana. I think. Chronicling the latest cannabis industry news and headlines, welcome back to the State of Cannabis, only on CannabisRadio.com. Once again, here's Dave Inman. With us tonight, none other than Charlo Green. We've had some interesting eye-opening conversations about the, the legalized state of Alaska. You know, it, it doesn't sound like it's totally legal. Uh, in my mind, we're always going to have some hiccups as we go. I hate to say it, you know, we, we use medicinal as the foot in the door to open it up, to say, hey, you know, it's it's safe. Yeah, it's not going to hurt you. Oh, and by the way, it's kind of kind of healthy for you. You know, you can eat it, and it makes you super healthy and lean, and 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 you run faster than everybody else, uh, from what I hear. <laughs> but but <laughs> I'm not truth, running anywhere when I'm high. <laughs> I know a lot of people that the the first thing they do they'll take a run, have a maybe a medible or something like that, and it's it's just heightens their enjoyment or something. And you know, we're we're learning more and more every day. You recently got uh, your shop raided. You're basically just going on about regular life, being a law-abiding citizen, and about 12 armed officers with SWAT gear come through, batter down your door, and knock out all of your security cameras, um, start screaming for everyone's cell phones in the building, I guess, to make sure they aren't being documented, and put in everyone's faces and has them all marched out to the street to, I guess, be embarrassed. I, I really don't know. But that happened exactly a month after our recreational marijuana law was in effect. And it's three, four months later, not a single charge has been filed because they can't, because we don't break the law. Yeah, we're 10 steps ahead. They just need to accept that at this point. And we still don't have our property back, which were um, medical marijuana plants, all with the medical marijuana cards seized by the police that clearly stated we could be growing this certain amount of plants. Now, the state actually, we found out, has nothing to do with it. It was the local police department that decided to um, act on their own volition and run in here, and now they're refusing to release any information, not any of the, the court or the information that led to the issuance of the search warrant in the first place. So right now, we are mulling over our options on whether or not we're going to 
file a charge with the state in order to get them looking into why the municipality decided to go and come in here to just try and get the information that led to the warrant or whether we're just going to go full steam ahead and file the suit without that. So a lawsuit is pending. I mean, there's no way that I'm going to sit aside a month after this new law that so many people have fought for and so many people have died waiting for has gone into effect. As the face of Alaska Cannabis, I need to take a stand and say, we told you on November 4th when we voted that this shit needed to end. So that's that's what we're doing. We're just making sure we're going about smart way and making sure that the actions we take have a lasting impact on the rest of the cannabis community so that law enforcement is reminded they work for us. They're here to protect us, not here to protect. I don't even know who they were protecting when they came in here and and put a bunch of gun marijuana patients up at gunpoint. But we're planning on sending a message. We've been sending a message. Less than 24 hours after the raid took place, we reopened. And we had a line out the front door longer than our grand opening day. So that just shows how much support we have in the community from the people that, that actually matter, the only people that actually matter here at the Alaska Cannabis Club. Yeah, just a reminder, at the end of the day, you can come in with your guns and you can try to scare us, but it's bigger than just and what we're doing. We're serving a desperate need. And we knew this was a possibility when we started. So you coming in and trying to shake us up so we stop helping sick people, it's just not going to work. It's not going to happen. So now it's our turn to send a message, and we're doing that. Cannabis is stronger than cops. And uh, we're, we're showing it all the time. Up. With champions like yourself, it only makes us stronger. We all look at you, and, and we, we, we say thanks for helping to bring this discussion to a forefront and the more we bring it to a forefront the stronger we are we do so in a diplomatic and in a, in a normal way you know because it's it's you know cannabis at the end of the day shouldn't be something unique it should be something that simply is our our coffee it simply be right. something that is there i mean i yearn for the day that we we don't have to to live for cannabis we simply live with it and it uh, is, oh, is something yeah. that is so homogenous with everything that we do. You're the CEO of the Alaska Cannabis Club. It's a, a amazing, resilient forefront in the great state of Alaska. And, and thank you for, for doing what you do. You can check Charlo out at uh, gogreen.org. That's G-O-G-R-E-E-N-E, like charlogreen.org. I'm Dave Inman. Folks, thank you. Charlo, thank you. Have a great night. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.